hello to a hello <laughs> to a new wonderful exciting edition of the Creationship Goals podcast. I am Josh Volcano, and I am David Dahan. And, and as guests, we yes, have. Yes. I'm Kirsten Collins. Nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> uh we're super glad you're here we're we are really excited to have you uh we were just talking about all these talented gifted people we know and you came to mind and i was like she would be Aww. the perfect guest she knows so much and every time i we we've only had very few conversations but every time we have uh, it's been about jesus it's been about creativity and i love both of those things and this that's what this podcast is all about is bringing those things together Aww. So, so beautiful. I feel honored. So I, yes. I'm just ready to learn. I'm ready to learn the okay. Holy Spirit. That's cool. for sure. Let's go. So uh, if, as, as brief as you can, or kind of introduce yourself and explain who you are and what you do. Wow. You know, um, by the way, let me know. I accidentally forgot to turn my TV off. <laughs> music. So I'm going to cool. do that real quick. So that you know, just in case. Okay. <laughs> <We're in the middle. laughs> All right. And wow. there we are. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. Thank you. Just in case, you know. Um, wow, well, I'm I don't even know where to begin on who I am or what my journey's been in music and creativity and even just my relationship with the father. Um I think my parents pretty much put headphones on their belly when I was in there and I had to come out singing. I wasn't allowed to come out doing anything else. And so um, I feel like art is a piece of such a huge piece of the father. And so every, I don't even know where to go with this question. Maybe you should just ask it again. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just feel like, wow. Times. I've been through so many things, you know, in a good way, but. What's an example of a, an experience where God intervened through your creativity? Wow. Honestly, every time I open my mouth or I don't, I think that your DNA screams if it's not in alignment. Um, your blood screams, every piece of your body screams if it's not in alignment with the father. And so even in that, that sound um, and it sings if it is. And so it's so wild because it doesn't matter what, I, what I'm doing in music or even not in music, just being your body and your, your, um, in the body of Christ, you are, you are worship your creativity and you're actually creating with him just by being. And I had to really learn that. I think um, I was always trying to get the right sounds or the right frequencies, the right, like, I want to make sure everyone goes into this shock of Jesus <laughs> randomly. And I'm like, and the Lord was like, I can use that. But um, I don't know. There's, there's just so many moments where I've been in awe of me, even in my weakness in music. And I think that that's the biggest places. My weakness in music is where I've seen the most transition in others. And it was because of the vulnerability that I was willing to share um, because I was broken, because his strength was beyond my ability to do something grand. And people just began to start building their own art shows and, you know, make their own companies come to, to pass because they, they felt inspired and they they saw 
the way that God saw them just by me embracing my weakness and seeing how God sees me. And I think, I don't know if that answers the question, but um, I definitely believe that no matter what I've done in music (laughs) or in entertainment, um, that is the biggest thing Um, when I'm not trying. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of creating through vulnerability. I was just reading that recently. And when we are in our most vulnerable vulnerable moments before God, he's able to really shape and mold us. So um, what, what have, what have you experienced through vulnerability and complete surrender when it comes to making art or just being creative? Are you going into deep questions? I yes, see. we you like to go tears to come, don't you? You're like, yes, like the tears. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, honestly, wow. <laughs> it's just wild. I I don't even know. I think the it, like I have this song exposed. I'll talk about that first. Um, God, I had gone through kind of um, a really intense. Um, really broken relationship for a really long time and I just gotten out of it and I just had a year of just falling off the deep end I was just blackout the whole year it was the first time in my life I'd ever drank it was the first time in my life that I ever decided to do anything outside of my perfectionism of like being a good Christian girl I guess you could say and from my whole life I I knew how to be a good Christian I knew how to be do all the laws what was good quote unquote and mm. all the things and and it, it I loved the Lord and I had felt so many of his divine interventions in my life but the moment I truly felt that I was loved was when I did nothing but try and run and I think that's just such the most beautiful thing of creativity is that people resonate with the pain or the trauma or the moments, like the Mm. really sincere moments that you have been activated through what God is like, um, kind of like carving in you. And I don't think I would know the Lord. I shouldn't even know the Lord, want to know the Lord as deep as I do right now. If I didn't experience what it was like to have him always pursue me even when I was doing nothing for his glory, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. And um, wow. So anyways, going through all that, I went one day to the studio and the Lord uh, put me in this little closet. Actually, it was really funny. It was me and my friend and he was producing this little piano thing. And I don't like hearing sometimes the track before I go into a booth. And so I like to just go into it prophetically that's a cool thing to do. Um, so I, he stiffs me in the closet, like go in there and write. And so he turns on the piano and I start writing a song called Exposed. And the Lord literally took me in the throne room and he said, I want you to take off every single thing and word that has ever been spoken over your life since the day you were conceived, whether it was beautiful, ugly, like it doesn't matter, good or bad. I want you to strip it off. I don't need to wear that anymore, but I want you to wear what I say about you. And that was seriously one of the most incredible moments of my life from this day forward of creating was that creation is not about what I believe should be life changing. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing the father's heart 
And the father's heart knows everyone's story. The father's heart is engaged with every single one of his children. He knows where they've been. He knows what has, you know, hurt them and taken them in places that they should have never been, (laughs) honestly. And he gives you that open heaven to access that pain of understanding and you get to create with his heart. And so I think that's what vulnerability does is it no longer is about what I think is my story or what I think I could do to accomplish being the best or doing it all right. It states that I have no control over that, that the Mm. biggest impact is that I look into your eyeballs and I say, Hey, I see you. So anyway, that is me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Wow. It sounds like you're just also this real like and also i can just see it in that way like you're a real spontaneous type of person and when you say yeah. like you know i'm going to the studio and i'm not listening to the tracks i'm just going in there you know <laughs> and i will just see what happens let's call it prophetic you know and um there, there's this whole mindset of you um there there's just some joy in there and some trust in there that is really genuine you know thank um, you what are in that to put it on the other side of the perspective what are some of those things that actually you would define as maybe even a weakness you know if spontaneity and you know really trusting and being joyful if those are strengths for you with writing and being a creative person then what are those weaknesses from you it's a great question i have too many weaknesses thank the lord sadly um (laughs) honestly i feel like all of our strengths actually um are a reflection of our weakness Um, And that's just something that I feel is like even spontaneity, it makes, if I'm not connected with with Jesus in that, then it's worry and it's control and it's, you know, rejection if I don't get an applause right away that I did it really well the first time. Mm. Um, And, you know, I I like joy. Um, I fall into great depression a lot of the time and I struggle with a lot of like, um, you know, my mind doesn't love me very much all the time. And so even just in the physical. And so I think for, um, I don't know, I, someone said this yesterday, I think it was Lou Engle, um, and he was like, your tears will somehow, they'll show you what your purpose is. Hmm. And so it's so interesting because it's like, wow, like even though I feel better about when I do it right in my strengths, the most like magical moment is that you realize that your strengths can only be there if I'm with, with Jesus by my side or wisdom mm-hmm. by my side. Because if I don't have wisdom, my mind goes down a rabbit trail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you're dead at that point. And not the good kind of dead, the bad kind. And so you're just like, <laughs> you're the ones in the dry bones and you're like, there's no life here, you know? So yeah. I feel like that is my simple answer of that. (laughs) (laughs) Everything has such simple answers, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. I I could be wrong, though. That's the great part. Yeah, yeah. That's true, you know, but that's the beauty of the whole, you know, of the whole journey of life that is there's not a real clear right or wrong, you know, um, through many years and i think in the last few months i have started to realize how much of a gray area life really is uh you know and how things are so subject to change Mm. uh it's 
you know, it's really beautiful that you're talking about brokenness. I think that, um, let's just put it in that way. That's something that I already really love about this conversation is that actually from minute one, we're talking about brokenness. Well, mm. when we would be talking uh, about someone that has the, you know, the, the widespread um, reach like you do, uh, it's really easy to talk about the good things and about how perfect you are, you know, and how beautiful your music is. But actually going into more the broken side just shows how human everyone is and how <laughs> immensely we all need that grace and mercy, you know. Um, yeah. So I really love that. That's really amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad. Well to me. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. really well to me, you know. It's really well to me. We're, you know, we were talking like Josh and I were talking about. Okay, how are we going to even talk with Kirsten during this podcast? What are we going to discuss? What is going to happen? You know, uh, and uh, us being spontaneous and you being spontaneous really fits the bill well. Um, Did it? I think. Uh, one thing that I did really want to ask you though, just, you know, to, I know we've gone really deep and now I'm turning everything back to the surface, but I really <laughs> want to know, I really need to know. I have been scorching, so I, I've been scorching through your Instagram uh, and one thing really, really made me, you know, I had to ask it, why pink? Like, why, why pink? pink? Why is your hair, <laughs> yes, why is your hair pink? Why do you have pink balloons on there? Why do you wear pink dresses? Why pink? Is there a deeper layer in that? Or is it just, oh, it's just nice. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Somebody's trying to interrupt this beautiful, wonderful call. Of <laughs> and I just don't understand. Um, so pink, yes. <laughs> that was my diversion. You know, it's so crazy because my mom, when I was younger, she was always like, hey, you can dye your hair whatever color you want, as long as you dress appropriately. And so that was such a thing that was like, I could express myself through uh -huh. my hair um, because I grew up in very, not anymore, but it was really, really like, we don't have to go there, but really religious and like mm. very, a lot of really crazy, um, you know, borders and things. And so I was like, you know, what? I, I love colors and I love rainbows and expression. And I do believe that God works in many different forms of numbers uh -huh. and colors and, and stuff. So pink, <laughs> um, I just, it feels honestly just fun. It's, it's soft mm -hmm. and it's where my heart is at, at the moment. I mean, I've oh. had blue hair, I've had purple hair, I've had mm -hmm. rainbow hair, I've had just blonde, I've had dark hair. I just go, I just go for it. Pink is just wow. something that I feel like I resonate with right now. And I, I change with what it goes for. So I couldn't decide this time if I wanted to be sweet or sassy. So I went uh, both sides. Uh. That reminds me, after we met, you released a song called um, Rain Rainbows, I think it was mm -hmm. called. Yeah. Yep. What was what was the process of that? Like your, your love for color and, and like that kind of. The whole thing. Energy. Well, when I was a little girl, my, my I was sitting there and I, I think I wrote my first song at six and it was called Take Me to the Moon. Wow. Um, still haven't been there. Uh, but um, the Lord gave me an album cover of Full of Many Colors. And he said, um, my expression of color is within you. And I want to show the different faces of who I am through your sound. And, um, and I didn't really understand that. And I honestly do not understand that fully now. Um, but 
when I would go places, people would ask me if I was every different nationality possible. And I was like, wow, I must be pretty epic that I could be all different nationalities. And the Lord was like, humble self quick. And he's like, no, it's that uh, when they look at you, they're not seeing you. They're seeing how I see them because you've asked that they would be transformed by me. And I was like, wow. Uh, like the mysteries of God go so beyond our comprehension. Like you're thinking that someone's looking at you when really they're just like for the first time in their life, looking at who God made them to be because you decided to be covered in the blood. (laughs) So the colors for me, um, like there's people who see sound in colors. And so I just, Mm -hmm. I felt colors for me have always been the faces of God's heart. And when he trusts you with the faces of his heart and the faces of Mm -hmm. who he is, um, it's just beautiful. So, yeah. Wow. That kind of relates to what you were saying about creating, creating from brokenness and how God transforms us when we are broken, when we are shedding tears. And what's unfortunate is that the the world doesn't really accept that or even understand that they they want you to be this this perfect wonderful thing they want you to be like how it is on instagram where everything is always up and really good and and looks like everything is going well but in reality all the good things are coming from the brokenness which in turn gives the gives god the room to come in in your most vulnerable moments yeah so good so Um, real so how does how how would you say like with being in the industry being a creative in the industry and creating in brokenness does that clash with what hollywood and and this industry wants yes definitely it's been a journey um and we don't have to go into my journey but I don't know, I've, there's kingdom and it really frustrates me to have religion, religious music and secular music. There's only kingdom music. Yeah. God is the only creator. Um, Satan only emulates or can do a counterfeit. And so um, I think it creates a war in your head of fighting against what's natural in each city or each industry. And I've definitely had a lot of battles every day, even today, where it's just, it pounds this insecurity of like, you can't do this without sacrificing these things or selling these things or molding into this thing. But then on the other side, God's like, I gave you free will and freedom to place my my love into brokenness. And so it's this whole thing of like, if you watch where Jesus walked, in his life, he only went to the places of brokenness. He only went to the people who most people wouldn't even trust or hang out with. And so it's this constant reminder that I could like, yes, obviously it's going to be difficult. It's very difficult. Um, (laughs) But I have to humble myself and humbling doesn't mean like there's, because I get in the habit of like someone said this even today. It's like Satan doesn't have to constantly remind you the thing that he programmed within you since the day one that you started believing yourself because your mind will continue to focus on it. Mm -hmm. And so 
um, he just doesn't have to do anything. You're doing it constantly. And that's why it's a renewal of your mind. And so I think most of the battle is understanding that my boss is into the industry. My boss is not my music doing well or not doing well. My boss, the one who pays my bills, who, you know, directs my stuff is a God in heaven and in my heart who loves me. And I think that's the constant true battle of any industry, whether it's business or, you know, plumbing or music industry. It's that recognition of what am I living for? who's who's am i you know Mm -hmm. so yeah that's been definitely a complication Mm. (laughs) has there ever been a moment where you had to reject something that you were offered or you know uh that because of just the vision that you had with the kingdom many 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 times honestly many times and then sometimes wildly enough god would put me in positions where i never would personally go as myself um and it's always been shocking and i think that that's discernment we need the holy spirit and i think if i didn't have the holy spirit i would be dead right now like truly dead um especially in places and and people that i've got to encounter or experience or learn from it's always like you wear the blood (laughs) I know that sounds so weird, but not weird, but you literally have to wear it because that's your safe passage wherever you're going. It's like how you can access the spirit realm without technically Jesus, but I don't want to because I'm going to be very unsafe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm going to sell pieces of my soul randomly without knowing that I'm doing it because I do not have the Holy Spirit with the discernment teaching me what is how the alignment of Jesus and so I think that's the same thing as I've had to say no to a a lot of really incredible things that I thought were incredible but Mm -hmm. instantly it was like no don't touch it Mm -hmm. yeah that's great I know that part of I and I I feel comfortable sharing this because I know a lot of other people deal with this too is uh, I know I can really easily speak down and negatively about myself and that in turn deteriorates my creativity that deteriorates my motivation Mm. uh it basically crumbles everything because you're speaking death over this beautiful creation that god has made this imperfect but beautiful creation that he has made in his image and when you are creating when you are building what are some things that you do to overcome that to get past that to get to that kingdom mindset to to get to the point where you are wearing the blood of christ because i know it's not easy it's a process Mm -hmm. so what what are some things that (laughs) this is an every second thing let me say um for me personally um just because uh you know, I don't even know how to say that, but I, I apparently have things that press on my brain that make me go into these straight panics and different things mm-hmm. in the physical. So um, it's a constant every second, like, wow, God, um, I'm humble. I literally have to fall on the floor and cry. Like I have to release it because if I keep feeding the story I'm building, um, I will be stuck there. And so um first off I will fall on my face 
yeah, that's the first thing I do. I follow my face, whether it's out of um, meaning to or not. Uh, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> in that, I have to choose. I just keep saying Jesus because the thing is, is if I don't have the right words to say, it's just prayer is like, again, understanding the prayers of his heart. And if I, it's not my words that are creating those prayers. It's that my words would be speaking the words of his heart. And so the only thing I know in that moment, that's truth for for me because of the consumption of like insecurities or the loss or like, you know, last year I lost um, nine people in my life. Like, that just random deaths that were just like okay never had that happen before or you know just i moved four times or crazy things haven't been with my family and you know everyone has their story and you don't get to see all of that sometimes in you know online or in uh you know talking to your friends but i think the biggest thing that that i do is i i have to be vulnerable to call somebody to keep me in truth and i read the word Like I have to say what I, even if it's a simple thing, like I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I know I memorized that first when I was five years old, you know, like (laughs) go in there or like the Lord's prayers or like our father who art in heaven, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever you have memorized, whether, I mean, obviously we all got to get in our Bibles, me too included, but you know, what you do have written on your heart. That's why it says, read the scriptures and read it daily. I think the Israelites, they would always read it consistently so that it would be Mm. in their mind. It would actually be the thoughts that are rolling around in your brain. And, um, my brother told me this one time, we have 66,000 different thoughts that go through our head or day that are not our own. Mm. And that's wild. Like they're just these frequencies that are coming. And because there's familiar walls we build, they'll, keep building the walls if we allow those doors to be open and so without that humility of understanding that i don't want to be in control of my mind i want a renewed mind um that's a daily thing anyways i don't know if i got really off topic there but that was (laughs) that's literally what i i do so and i'm working on it please anyone with tips let's write those down (laughs) send them my way no that's great i love talking about this because it is something that so many creatives struggle with. I remember uh, watching, it, it was a five second video called um, every time you upload a YouTube video and it's just this guy staring <laughs> at his computer and he says, that was the worst thing anyone has ever made. <laughs> <And that's- laughs> oh my God, it's really the truth. What the- and, um, <sighs> I think that can be really dangerous that speaks death over this creation and god loves it when we create especially when we create that kingdom Mm. treasure yes it's so good and Mm um so we we accept that we are imperfect we accept that we're growing Mm -hmm. we accept that we have flaws but um we can get excited with Jesus that we we are making this thing with him. We are, we're going for this with all of our strength and making this crazy, wonderful thing that no one's ever done before. Cause <laughs> yeah. he loves that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I uh, was at some of my friends and uh, one of them was really late at night and he's 
suddenly just uh, played the introductory episode of this podcast out of nowhere. Okay, <laughs> I haven't talked with anyone about this, and suddenly that guy just puts it out there, and it, I just hear my voice, and I just, I like my 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 soul is hemorrhaging. You know, it's uh-huh. it's like it, it's going crazy. It's like what like for some reason you're like internally screaming like why and <laughs> what is happening and you feel like this discomfort that comes from nowhere because for some reason you know like oh but the podcast is great it's it's great <laughs> yes this mm-hmm. is a self-plug this podcast is amazing yeah this podcast <laughs> is great <laughs> but so uh, there is this feeling like this this you know being confident about it like oh you know what this works but at the same time there is this really irrational feeling that is a part of it all and it's the same when I write my music, when I am making art, there is this certain this certain moment and sometimes it just stays. It doesn't matter how long, how many times you replay your music, it keeps coming back. Yeah. And so I like, okay, let's turn this into a question. Kirsten, what do you think, like, if there is there a method that you use, a certain, uh, a certain way that you go about with this, with the Lord, uh, to actually battle that feeling? Uh, because I think it's actually something that can really destroy your process. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, while you were talking, it was so interesting. So I'm pretty sure you guys already know this, but it's always that reminder of what am I battling? That means mm-hmm. that's what I'm up against. That's what I'm actually, what, what God's going to do with the video, the podcast, the song, mm-hmm. what it's going to change and shift instantly. So I, I, I truly felt like when you're battling those thoughts, write them down. And I'm gonna do this myself, but write them down. And as Mm -hmm. you post the video or post the podcast, pray that it will shift and diminish these depressions, these thoughts in the people who watch it. Mm. And that they actually start turning the pages because I think that that's something that us as creators have always been taught, especially in the church is to hide, um, to Mm. be insecure, to not acknowledge that it's your you know, creation or that you're allowed to be excited about this. And that's not against the church. It's just against something that, you know, the culture and then in the non-church, they're always like be this little Mm -hmm. method, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a a reminder that creators, music, especially in that um, your sound and your voice is what comes first in any battle. Like if you look Mm -hmm. in biblical times, the voice was what penetrated through the spiritual realm first so that the gates were opened. So we were able to come in in the physical. Um, And so I think that even just as a reminder for me, when you were talking about that, um, I really feel in a practical, write the feelings you're feeling down and cross them Mm -hmm. off as you start praying for them. Because I think that we have to start realizing the power that exists of how much the enemy is just scared that, mm. that you're, you're here to shift culture. You're here to shift thoughts. Mm. You're here to shift perspective. You're here to shift hearts. Like transition period is so huge. I mean, I've been feeling such a crazy shift, even though the last, you know, three months, especially of like, Oh, but then I get pressured down with all this depression. I'm like, Oh, I'm not good enough. Or, oh, it mm. sucks. Or, oh, everybody <laughs> else is better than me. And I can't, <laughs> I look terrible in this picture. Wow, this song is horrible. Why do I mm-hmm. sing? I should just quit, you know? Like, the amount of times that just, just... I could be a teacher. Yeah. Like, what is this, bro? I just keep getting rocked. <laughs> yes, but that's exactly... That's I it. get thrown that's at the wall every five seconds. And the Lord, she's like, hey, um... <laughs> 
just want to deal with this moment for a second. He's like, okay, you focus there if you want to. Okay. But I'm right on the other side. So I am currently working on this. <laughs> but yeah, I really felt that when you, when you guys were talking about that. Sometimes there are these moments when I feel like when God says, be still, it's actually, he's not saying that really silent, you know, I feel like there are some moments when he's actually just dead on screaming. So be still. Because there's so many moments that I feel like, okay, you know, uh, that God is like, I already taught you this. I think like God is so grace, gracious, like, okay, I will teach you again. But at the same time, I feel like there is this also, also this part of me recognize like, but he already taught me this. I should know this, you know? Yeah. And so really recognizing that as well and really, standing up for what you know and saying like no no but god has said this and this and this yeah um, you know the same as the uh, the israelites you know when they constantly testify like this is our god who brought us out of egypt you know yeah we should know this we should you know it's, uh... but we just don't for some weird reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like like honestly though i'm like wow god like please teach me the difference between conviction and pity because I feel like so often my conviction is me self-hating. Mm. Like that's my conviction, which that has nothing to do with conviction. Conviction mm. is a heart posture that shifts that know what is truth. I align mm -hmm. again with truth. I don't align with my opinion of truth. I feel like if it's like my truth, my truth is like, <laughs> actually move he's the same that like huge mm. very colorful god and if i'm not in that line and i'm here and then here and here and here and here then i'm actually not in true conviction because true conviction is understanding my identity i have to understand mm. my identity in christ and, and so yeah what what is your identity and how do you find that because there's so many people out there struggling with so many people in their 20, even late 20, even 30s, like struggling with like, who, who am I? What am I doing? What am I, wh mm. what is my purpose? And how do you find that? I mean, I, I will say that I think for creatives, we are a little bit lucky because from a young age, we, we are gifted by God with these natural talents, for me, it was it was acting and drawing, and and later turned into filmmaking. Um, but and and luckily, I had parents that really encouraged that and helped steward that. But for even creatives or even the average Joe, where do you find your identity? Ooh, identity. Ooh. Wow. Oh okay, so. Some friend the other day really like asked me this question. They're like, what do you, what do you want most out of the world or something like that? I forget the exact question. And I answered blah, 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 blah. And then Great. I was like, I was like, what about you? 
And he's like, I just want to belong. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I feel like an identity is belonging. Hmm. Identity is finding a place that you belong. And the craziest thing is the only place that we belong is in the in the arms of the father. It's the only place, technically. Hmm. Um, and in that, we have access to a bunch of toys. And I think we get caught up in the fact that our identity is in the toys. Um, and so the toys, they break. And the toys, they, they get all rusty. And the toys get chucked at walls and thrown at people randomly that you don't really want. Or you step on Legos. And you start making these toys your everything. And um, you get discouraged. And then you're like, I have no purpose. I don't know who I am. I have no identity. I don't belong anywhere because no one understands me. Um, and it really hit me and I was like, wow, I have a lot of toys I like to play with. <laughs> I have a lot of things that I put myself as like, this is me. Like my personality is me, my music is me, like my hair is me, like what makes me different? Like I love to be this and this and this and this. And I start compiling this whole like, list of things that I am mm -hmm. and I really don't believe that that's what identity is I, I truly believe it's knowing who's your God like who mm -hmm. do you serve yeah. because whatever you serve that's what you make your identity so mm -hmm. if you're serving your music or your arts or your job or your family that's your God that's your identity mm -hmm. um and so I really in this um of belonging is that the way we can remember our identity is really in scripture as hard as it is sometimes to get into it. It's that countless times again, you look at these stories, none of these people are perfect. None of these people think they have purpose. And quite honestly, most of them got directed to a place they didn't even want to do in the first place. Like think about Jonah, for instance, he would rather jump in an ocean to live in a whale for three days <laughs> than go and do what God literally asked of him. And that was his identity. His identity was bring, to bring the word of God to a place so that they could all be saved. That's your identity. And it's literally it. As much as that sucks for some of us to hear, mm -hmm. and it does because we want to be have this grand purpose. It doesn't mean we don't have a grand purpose, but our identity is not in that. I don't believe. This is just a personal thing mm -hmm. because I have tried so many years of my life to figure out who the flippity floppers I am mm -hmm. and it just never works never mm. I've done so many cool things like I can be in rooms with people that like people be like wow you've done so many epic things and I still sit on the ground with tears in my eyes like I suck and I don't know what I want to do with my life so weird like why do we do that <laughs> because it has no substance it has no there's no joy or justification in these toys. Mm -hmm. They're just toys. They're things that we get to play with because we have a father who loves us. We get to be children and we get to create and we get to play with things. We have free will in that. But ultimately, like we look who we look towards, that's our identity. Yeah. Like when you're a kid, your identity is those are my parents and that's it. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. What else are you thinking about? Those are my parents. Those are my friends. That's my school, you know? And we get taught to believe that our identity is like straight up these 
other and then we get in these arguments about like, what i'm not even going to get into that because i don't feel like we should but like there's just so many arguments that exist in identity because everyone's trying to like argue what identity mm. even like what does that represent you can't strip that from somebody or you can and it's like it has nothing i believe it has nothing to do with any of that and i i am learning that because i get i fall short in everything like and all of this is void if you think about it mm-hmm. and everything's already been done if you also think about it in the spirit so i'm just catching up and so my identity has nothing to do with what i'm given here i it's just tools that god wants to bring me closer to who he is and in a fun way because he's not boring because mm-hmm. he created us so yep that's my little spiel right i think one of the things i'm thinking of right now is at the same time there is this really interesting part of how god uses those toys uh, yes. in a way that actually really really touches on true identity so mm-hmm. just to make a list uh so started with jesus because that's amazing jesus was raised as a carpenter yeah. he, uh, the guy that works with wood ends up on a cross yeah then we have paul he makes tents mm-hmm. and wow. he gets to build churches then we have peter who is a fisherman and literally gets to say, make mm-hmm. uh, fish people uh, fish men mm-hmm. uh, yeah. then we have moses who ended up to be a shepherd who in at one point led the entire uh, Israelite people mm-hmm. out of Egypt and we can keep going with this this yeah, never ends oh so good and uh, it's interesting that at the same time there is this part yes I do agree there is this part where uh, for instance our jobs and our passions they are just toys but when God touches them they get divine yes. and okay. um, I I do want to like it's really easy to get all Christian and say like I throw everything away and I'm just going for Jesus and then everyone goes into a film full missionary work and yeah, uh, no. I think <laughs> there is this part of us actually but that's the thing that I have done for a while and I think that that was healthy for me but I think that's also good for me that I want at one point said no like mm-hmm. I really need to follow the things that God made me like the the, the things that I am passionate mm-hmm. about are the things yeah. that I in one need to use Otherwise, I will never like fully walk with him. It's an interesting thing because you can feel so complete with him, yet you can feel the burn, like the burning passion of the things mm-hmm. that God made you with. You know, the creativity uh, and the joy that he uses. They are part of you. And I, f- I think at the same time, even though they are toys, they are real interesting. And I think in some ways, divine ways of getting in touch with your true self. And they are integral in that growth and so um i don't know it's, it's really easy for me to hear this and say like yeah but it's just all toys it's, i'll throw them away you know we don't need them don't <laughs> want just that either. i just yeah, want to be with point. daddy let's just good go and throw the rest away yeah. <laughs> you know? just throw it all your life just run away <laughs> yeah no no but it's that is so important what you said and yeah thank you that's why there's three of us so that we can all catch like the the grand scheme of things because like it's so it's it's almost like the toys though they're intentional toys like mm-hmm. toys aren't bad they're there to mm-hmm. play they're there to teach and, and play and so that's very important that you said that and because it's it's so true so yes i agree 50 million percent mm. you know the one question that i sometimes just ask myself is for instance you know i love 
playing guitar but then the question is and i think it's really healthy to ask is like am i okay with my life when i lose an arm yeah because then i will not be able to play guitar anymore i love to sing am i okay if my throat acts up and i can never sing again yeah am i okay with that and i think talking about things like you know uh, if you read job this is this touches that part yeah identity goes beyond our possessions goes beyond our obsessions um and so there's this um you know talking about identity there's also just this you know um talking about knowing yourself better and knowing that you should know yourself better it's really abstract actually it's yeah. not as easy as just saying like i am the father's child and jesus loves me you can say that 100 million times <laughs> yeah it's true there's this part that just you will not get until you get into into failure and into yeah. the loss of possession and obsession and so i think it's so abstract and i think it's so beautiful it's so it's mysterious in some yes. way mm-hmm. you know I have I grew up in a Christian family. Oh, that's the testimony time. I grew up in a Christian family where every you know where you hear that everywhere. Jesus loves you, and you are a part of it, and we're one family. And you can say that, and you can go to church and praise Jesus yeah. like that. But it will, for some reason, even though it feels like a hard knowledge, it will stay head knowledge mm-hmm. uh, because you have not experienced what it actually means to be family. Yeah. And so this, that mysterious part, like, um, it's so much more, you know, it's so much bigger. Yeah. I didn't even know where to go with this, but it's just. <sighs> but it's beautiful because you're actually passionate about it. And I think that's where it spends the difference. Because I, I understand that, like, I grew up in a Christian home. So to know the laws, you know, the right answers. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that that's such the beautiful thing of why those things are together, even parables of things like coming together and things is that all of those can identify with me of love, of things, of a way of expression and the way that I connect to the earth, like people who love trees, you know, or grass, and they have to go stand in the center of it or the ocean, and then they get a a sniff of like like something that's like wow i feel alive mm-hmm. those things it doesn't it doesn't take away from those but the ocean is not mm-hmm. my identity but it brings mm-hmm. me to identity and i think that mm-hmm. that's the thing that's the beautiful part is because um because i i'm so with you honestly trust me i was like a dead person walking um but <laughs> the it's like we have to realize that it's it is um like suffering Mm -hmm. like this is not all like fun and games like it is and there will be joy but like you said if i lose my arm and i can't play guitar anymore who says i can't play guitar anymore because if that was the case then my arm was my i know it sounds really weird but my arm was the only reason why i enjoyed it right Mm -hmm. that's good but then I have a father who does the impossible. And I think exactly what you're saying, the the Mm. mysteries of heaven is that I believe that my identity is in the impossible and who does the impossible. So then it allows everything else to be an experience much greater than if Mm -hmm. I could just do it myself. Mm. And I think that's more in the point of like where, because I, 
trust me, <laughs> I tried to make everything else my identity. Like, nah, I don't believe like, like I know he loves me, but I wanna, I wanna be consumed in the fire. Like I wanna actually be like slapped in the face and rocked. <laughs> like, you know, like I wanna feel and right. see this crazy beast with eyeballs all over its body. Like I wanna see those things that are like the mysteries of heaven. Like I wanna see those crazy things. I wanna be in walking with the scrolls and the angels and all this wild stuff and make it really real. And that's gonna be my identity and all the God stuff. But I think in the simplicity of it is like, combining what you're saying with it is like those things are a piece of me recognizing who mm-hmm. my father is, like what my identity is they're they're mm-hmm. they're the they're, they're the things i get to look at and mm-hmm. and design and create to remind me mm-hmm. of where i come from That's and that funny. i am no longer just this human that plays the guitar i'm no longer mm-hmm. just this mm-hmm. person who has a good voice or no longer this person who's just really good with numbers you know what i mean like i'm not just a person who can speak well or dress well or is pretty or not pretty i i don't if none of this is defining the essence that i am a supernatural being of the impossible mm-hmm. because i am much greater than that because of who my father is and i think mm-hmm. that that's more what i had to like and i'm still learning this and not that they, they're all together but that's like such a thing for me because i get lost in my depression and my self-worth and my self-hatred when something becomes my identity mm-hmm. because when i no longer have it anymore i'm lost mm-hmm. and the only thing that lasts forever whether you believe in god or not is mm-hmm. god <laughs> like mm-hmm. even if you don't believe in god you know like your heart searches day in and day out for something real raw and like that touches you in places that nobody else will ever find. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't matter if you're in any religion, you're searching for that. And mm-hmm. like, even if you're an atheist and you don't want to, you're the reason that you don't believe in something, how can you not believe in something that, like, how do you do that? You know what I mean? Like you, you, like you have to recognize you're, you're dying for desperation of belonging and love. And mm-hmm. in that you want to be something and <laughs> shine. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, I went off trail there, but I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm, that's something I feel like even your heart, like mm-hmm. it is so passionate about. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. something that your voice carries. Mm-hmm. And so because you've been through that, like that's such a huge, like wake up call for people. Of like, mm-hmm. can't just be, Oh, la, 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 you know, you can't, you can't, like, you really can't, bro, you can't, and so, yeah, I, I, I see that power and passion in your heart for that, and that's so beautiful, and so, yeah, anyways, I'm gonna stop talking now. (laughs) That, that makes me think of what we all went through last year and are still going through, I mean, we had this pandemic shut everything down the entire entertainment industry was closed and there were Mm -hmm. so many people that went through severe depression and an insane identity crisis because their identity was in their work was in their passion was in their music and Mm -hmm. you're right to say that all comes from god the eternal thing that is above a pandemic that is above um this this culture of 
trying to be above. And it's sad. I, I try to think of what I could do to encourage those people because all three of us in, in different ways are a part of the entertainment industry. We're all called to be in the entertainment industry. That's very clear. How do we uh, act as these lights, especially when people don't know who they are yeah. and they're just doing it because this is all they know? Yeah. Wow. I mean, joy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, even if I don't have it, I think people just, they want to be seen. I mean, I look at people from around the world and I don't want to cry, but like even just walking down the street and somebody doesn't have a home anymore. Like you just mm -hmm. ask, like, <laughs> even if you don't know, just ask, like, I want to see this person differently. I want to be able mm -hmm. to walk into the room mm -hmm. and like, visualize in love whether you know god or not like you will start recognizing these things and joy will come in your heart because there's no much pressure anymore like you're not alone i think that that's one thing i need to hear every day i don't care how much i know that like even just talking with you guys today it's like okay i'm not alone i'm okay you know what i mean but like before that i was like ah, you know but like now i'm like alone. and i think just even this podcast of a reminding of like you you don't have to have a perfect you're gonna have strip you're gonna have things stripped from you you're gonna have pain you're gonna suffer you're gonna have changes and transitions you're gonna have people taken out of your life you're gonna have people put in your life that you don't want in your life you're gonna be put in places that you could be dead and you could have your mm -hmm. you know self disoriented but you are not alone whether mm -hmm. that is like someone like us like listen to this over again put yourself in places where mm -hmm. you get fed and i mm -hmm. think that we forget that i was sitting there on the couch and i was like i have no one to feed me and you know but like how selfish is that that i need someone mm -hmm. else to feed me but also it's not selfish like you need each other like mm -hmm. we need each other i don't know I could talk for hours and kind of, I'm going to shut up now. So <laughs> <laughs> you said it so many times. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. See again, though, like, think about that. I apologize mm -hmm. for always talking. Yeah. You should, you know, you should not never, yeah. ever, 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 ever. I had this image and um, through that, I felt like there's this, you know, it's we really feel like you know we go to a certain place and we bring god's presence like we have a bowl of water and we give the bowl mm -hmm. of water well we are not sent to give we are sent to carry mm -hmm. i think that there's such a big difference in there we saw that that's for me anyway i feel like such a pressure like, ah, i need to do something this is my time this is my season and then god's like no <laughs> yeah no 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 you are there to be you like you mm -hmm. carry you are a fountain. You are not a, a you are not a cup bearer. You mm. are a fountain. That means mm. that it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't mean uh, it doesn't matter where you actually even go because people will go to you. You are like a well that people when they go and travel they will stop at those wells because they know that if they pass it if they pass up on that well they will actually uh, die because they need that water. That's that feeling and I feel that sometimes we tend to forget that. Anyway, like for me, wow. uh, living in a Western society, uh, it's always like, oh, what can I do? And what do I have to offer? Well, God is actually like, what can I do through you? 
Uh, so instead of giving things, why don't we just carry it? And that's something that I struggle with as a creator. And I think I'm not the only one. Uh, because we as create, that's I think also a burden that we have as creators that we feel like because we can create that we also have the feeling that we can bring something uh, and because of that it's also necessary and I feel like instead of just accepting like okay no no I carry a joy that is there no matter what I do and that gets expressed in the things that I make mm-hmm. and there's such a big difference um, And I think like when we talk about things like, you know, also talking about identity, that means that if I would stop doing, I will still do the same things if those things are really from me. So if I would decide to stop my career in music and art and uh, and I would completely stop, then there should be a point where actually my soul says like, no, no, you cannot stop because it automatically flows. It's just there. You carry it. And so um, I really love what you're like in this whole conversation when we were talking about just when we're talking about things like depression and about brokenness, when we're talking about uh, identity in general, there is this part of acceptance, Mm. you know, uh, accepting that what we have is not ours yet completely ours. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really see that in you as well, Kirsten, uh, you know, you embody that as well, like just by being yourself and oh, really, thank you. you know, uh, and you know, it's just something that it, during this whole podcast, we've been seeing that people have been bringing their crazy selves. And I oh, think that that's exactly what this world needs. It's not yeah. someone that we need, but someone who we are. Uh, yeah. and let's let Jesus be the one that we need, you know, uh, so good. I have goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. It's Josh. amazing. It's these burgers, Josh. Tell us the wisdom. <laughs> it's such a special place to be in rest. It's mm. such a special place because that's when we grow. That's when we create that's when uh literally was was just saying this the other day when we exercise we don't actually build muscle when we're working out it's actually when we're resting that the muscles are healing and building on top of each other it's just like creativity and it's just like our spiritual relationship with god Mm. it's it's that connective Mm. energy that is built in rest um if there's been one common theme of the now four episodes we've recorded is mm-hmm. uh, we have brought up rest. We have mm-hmm. brought up and you indirectly brought it up uh, mentioning vulnerability, which, which in a way is kind of like resting. It's mm-hmm. stopping this mountain climb of perfection that we're never mm-hmm. going to reach and accepting our imperfection. And, yeah. and loving it and being like, God, I can't do this without you. I, <laughs> I have to build with you. I have to be with you and create with you. So mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to become your slave. I'm willing to become your servant. And then God yeah. says, no, come, just, come be my son or come be my daughter. And mm-hmm. just walk with me. So good, Joe. 
wow, you brought out the rest word. You know, <laughs> it's so crazy. A little rest word over there. That is the one thing that I have such a trouble doing. But that's the one thing that God says you need. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that as a creator, that's my hard work. Resting. <laughs> because there's a difference between resting and laziness or like mm-hmm. self-pity. Okay. But resting like, wow, so good. Mm. Like I had chills the whole time. Like that is probably the answer to all of these things that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Really though, rest. So, let it just. I. I just. I'm just going to share it. Hebrews four. Yes. Six <laughs> and seven. Nice. So God's rest is there for people to enter, but mm. those who first hear this good news fail to enter because they disobeyed God, and so God sets another time for entering His rest, and that wow. time is today. God announces through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Pretty good. <laughs> wow. wow, Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. What was that verse again? Uh, Hebrews 4, verse 6 and 7. Don't forget that, guys. Mm. Hebrews 4, mm. verse 6 and 7. Mm. That was so Riding good. On your heart. Mm literally <laughs> seriously so good that's probably going to be my verse for the next year thanks a lot i'm now going to have to go <laughs> yeah i think uh, honestly thank you guys so much for just making this fun i think that's one thing that we to remember is oh it's fun even someone was saying that in the suffering you even laugh because mm-hmm. you know what's to come you know mm-hmm. like we get to laugh. We get to smile. <laughs> we get to like literally like sit here and be like, wow, so good. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like great. I think that's the best thing about knowing Jesus. Is like if I didn't know Jesus, I wouldn't get these moments right here, like, oh, cool. You know? Better <laughs> mind. <laughs> like just like bam, one verse, you know, and you're like done over it. So good. Oh, dang. <laughs> the slogan of heaven. Okay, cool. There, okay, cool. I'm walking in. <laughs> like, really, though? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> but that's how we're... Like, I love that. Like, think of it. We're just... Like you said, like, ourselves going into ourselves. Like, our mm-hmm. true selves. Mm-hmm so good wow is there someone that really like inspires you as as a creative that really lives that authentic life that really creates in rest and in vulnerability that you can continue i'm listening (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, that. No, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Um, well, you know, my biggest inspiration is my mom. Mm. Yeah, and that's not just because, okay, it's my mom, but 
<laughs> my mom is like, um, she's been through things that most people should never even think of. Uh, mm. And still she chooses his word and his rest every time to create in power. I think mm. that's what rest is like that rejuvenate, you know, when, it, when you're like, need a charge. It's literally what rest is to go and do the, the thing, like you were saying and reading. Like, and I, and my mom really does that. And her resting, when she doesn't rest, I think that's even seeing what she doesn't do. When she doesn't rest, she falls apart. And it comes out of her own tub, you know, of like love. And I can only give so much as a person. Uh, and that teaches me and inspires me to recognize like, I have to sit and rest. Hmm. I have to. They really do. It's not yeah. an option. I think it's an option, but it's not. I think that going for it all the time and striving for everything is like, gotta get it done. Mm -hmm. The Lord's like, ha, no. <laughs> sit your booty down. No. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, wait. but isn't that also really cool how he talks to us different mm -hmm. like there's something that he showed me one time sorry i'm going a little off topic but um here's something he showed me after one time was like he took himself out of his regular moment and he walked outside of it and he made you and you're an expression of who he is in that moment and i was just like wow and that's why everyone together is the bride yeah. Because it's like all these pieces of these genuine moments of God. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and colors, like literally colors, which is crazy. Anyways, I went off topic. No, that's great. And I, I loved everything that you're saying. And I think um, that that brings it to a good point of kind of culminates everything together in a fun way. Um, this has been really great. This has been really fun. Um, to wrap it up we do like to uh like ask a really fun question at yes. the end <laughs> like a total just because we have this like super deep conversation so we like to like wrap it up with something that's like just really fun and silly so this is just this super fun random question and it's uh I'm ready. What, are, what are some fun or interesting alternatives to war that countries could use to settle their differences? Oh, my cheeseburgers. <laughs> That's a great start. <laughs> is this, isn't this like a serious question? This is not a silly question. It, 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 is it? Sure, it can be a serious question. Yeah. How could they do it? No, but that's like a hard, serious question. <laughs> yeah. What alternative thing should people use for war? Like, <laughs> just, just like not talking to each other for months on end. I am having a moment. Um, <laughs> that is a very complicated question, Josh. Yeah. Way to go. Like, how do you? do that that's a very dynamical yeah. question if i say the wrong thing then where is it gonna go you know um <laughs> eat cheeseburgers eat cheeseburgers. Eat cheeseburgers have like a cheeseburger yeah. off with, yeah with eat both cheeseburgers presidents. but cheeseless with gluten-free buns with gluten-free buns yeah so they don't get sick that's good mm. well okay. uh this is wonderful um where can the people find you 
<laughs> you can find me everywhere. Um, just search my name. <laughs> Kirsten, K-I-R-S-T-E-N Collins. Um, literally, you just, I think you can just type it in Google and yeah, yeah, I pop up. So that's really good. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, the, please um, find me. Please search me everywhere. Attack me in love and I will do it back. Let's build right. families. So. And I am Josh Volcano on Instagram and TikTok at Josh Volcano, spelled Volcano with V-U, not V-O, like Volcano. <laughs> I feel like that's good to clarify. for me. <laughs> and you can find me on at david.rdh on both Instagram and TikTok. And, and we, want we to also have creationship oh, yes. goals on we Instagram. Have an Instagram. <laughs> Haven't quite used it yet, but we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> we will. It's getting there. That's the important part. <laughs> it exists. It exists. We want to thank you all so much for listening to yes. this podcast and really being, uh, yeah, being a part of this story and being a part of this family. Uh, if you have anyone that you yes. would love to have on this podcast, you know, any crazy creative person like we, uh, you know, give us a, give, just share us a message. And we will Shout get in message. touch with them. Yes, it's not a message. Just shout it down below. Up high, down low, you know, whatever. Just shout it. Yes. <laughs> whatever. It's great. Well, Have a lovely day, people. Thank you, everyone. It's a great day. I love you guys. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Michael, get drunk in the Holy Spirit. <laughs>